Hello and welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Ghost Runner, developed by One More Level and Slipgate Ironworks, published by All In Games and 505 Games. And Caleb, how excited for this game were you? Uh, you know, actually, I wasn't really excited. I just, it looked interesting. And that, like just the little previews that I saw, and that's what kind of enticed me a little bit into it. Um, I just felt like it was more different style of a game, a little bit more old school in the platform runner type deal mm -hmm. and everything. And I just, I just kind of wanted to see how this kind of a platform game has evolved from when we were kids. Okay. Right. Cause like these games are not uncommon for late nineties type deal, but technology has definitely evolved and games have become different and, and everything like that. And I just wanted to see how this one looked. And then, you know, of course, I feel like more and more this is becoming a trend. I've, I've noticed more and more games popping up like this in the cyberpunk world, <laughs> um, which I feel like everybody's trying to jump onto that train, given the fact that Cyberpunk 2077 um, is coming out and it's it's made a huge hype in the gaming world. And I think people are losing the fact that the reason why that one's making such a big hype is because of who's making it. Yeah, not necessarily where it takes place, mm -hmm. you know, but everybody else is like, well, cyberpunk's in. Let's do cyberpunk, <laughs> which that wasn't one of the enticing things about the game for me. It was more of I got to run around with a sword and cut people up. <laughs> I'm just all honesty here. <laughs> Give me a good sword any day of the week. Yeah. You know, and but it, it was still it looked like a platform puzzle game. And um, that that's where more of my excitement was was coming from. Not necessarily anything directly about like the storyline or how it looked or, you know, any, anything like that. It was just what the the type of game was supposed to be, you know, even in the, the description of it, it. It classifies it as an action platform, which I feel is kind of adequate. Um, I thought there was going to be more of a, a puzzle aspect to it. And I yeah. guess depending on how you look at it, there there is. But really, it's it's a game built for speed runs. <laughs> right? Like, I, Oh, yeah, for sure. I didn't know anything about this game um, before you had brought it up to me. I had seen a little bit of, you know, the intro cinematics that they show and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't grasping anything to me. I did look up 505 Games um, just because they're the one... Like, they're the one name that I kind of recognized about this. Yeah. And, you know, they've got, they've published Sniper Elite 3, Payday 2, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Now, these are all games that I know, but the one that jumped out at me the most when I saw it was Dead by Daylight. Yeah. And for the listeners who don't know, Dead by Daylight is a online, semi-cooperative, semi-competitive game where you have four players as the teens in a horror movie and then one player as the horror movie monster monster and your job with your one of the people who have been captured your job is to fix these generators and escape before the killer kills everybody or traps everybody um i've watched some gameplay footage of people playing that i'm not mm -hmm. gonna name drop um but it looks like a lot of fun but it's not my style game so the other one I saw on this is Control, um, which I find really interesting because Control 
is a very similar game to Quantum Break. Yes. And I played Quantum Break and I really liked it. And my girlfriend just finished Control and she really enjoyed that. Yeah. So I was surprised that this game I hadn't heard of had actually been published by these people who had put out other really good games. But I had no idea what I was getting into when you suggested it for the podcast. (laughs) And I was not prepared for what I got. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, no, I um I knew it wasn't going to be like a top tier game because mm-hmm. again we've discussed this in previous podcasts how much they're selling it for really dictates what you're getting into it. Yeah. And, and that's one of the few things that at least I can say is really good about video games. Granted, there are a couple of video games where you go out and spend 60 bucks and you're like, man, this was a $20 game. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Yeah. But at least those ones that are self-aware cuz this game 30 bucks started out always was 30 bucks i think still is 30 bucks you know it 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 definitely it didn't lead you to believe like hey we're giving you a 60 dollar game mm-hmm. and then you get a 20 dollar game yeah so i knew it wasn't going to be the greatest but i wasn't expecting the greatest from it i was just hoping to have a little fun and to that extent i think i got it yeah you know it, it there was difficulty it, it so basically in the game right you are a ghost run which to my understanding, is basically a protector assassin, (laughs) right? Okay. And you were created by these two people. And of course, one of them betrayed the other. And in that betrayal, wiped out all of the ghost hunters. So you wake up with no memory and is basically hacked into by this like digital intelligence that refers to himself as the architect (laughs) and told to like hey come come help me come come free me then i can unlock your true potential and that's where the first mission starts right you're Mm -hmm. running along the rooftops of these things there's these soldiers that are looking for you so your whole goal is to kill them before they kill you and um through the progression of the level It tracks a couple of things, how long it takes you to beat the level and how many times you die. (laughs) Yeah, that was when I knew what kind of game I'd gotten myself into when I finally completed that first level and went, oh, it's recording that I died 40 times. This is the kind of game that it is. Yeah, which is which is really funny because you started playing it before I had a chance to. So you sent me that text message like, dude, I just beat the first level and died 40 times. (laughs) And at first I thought he was like, ha ha ha, I just died a lot and I'm I'm over-exaggerating this number. <laughs> no, because one of the cool things about this game, like I bought it for the Xbox so that we could kind of take advantage of some of the system mechanics. Mm-hmm. And one of the system mechanics is any of your friends who have bought and played this game, it keeps track of their record and you can see what they did on that level. So when I picked up the game and I went through and I beat it, first thing that pops up is you with how many times you died and how long it took you to beat the level. And I was like, holy shit, he wasn't exaggerating. He died 40 times. Yeah. And like I made fun of him a little bit when he initially told me this. (laughs) The first time I ran through the level, I died 48 times. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, because it's incredibly easy to. Oh, it's super easy. Uh, Not only do the enemies die in one hit, but you also die in one One hit. hit. And then anytime you jump and miss one of the walls, because like a big part of it is you're basically running along the walls. 
and jumping from point to point to point along the walls and and you're you're trying to get from point a to point b killing all the enemies and surviving Mm -hmm. right and um that that's basically the gist of the gameplay (laughs) right there throughout every single level that's what it is you're you're just wall jumping and you miss a jump dead that counts restart yep you rush at an enemy and you don't dodge or deflect his bullet dead restart like it is so easy to die in this game Mm -hmm. and like the storyline was okay ultimately you find out that this girl named myra who was the partner of the architect betrayed the architect to become a very powerful person in this cyberpunk city. And now that you have awakened, it is your guys's job to basically go and overthrow Myra. Mm-hmm. I will let you know very fast. There's not very many levels to this game. And after about the third one, you just kind of stop listening to the storyline because it sucks. <laughs> um, like I, I, it's not bad. It just, it's just kind of one of those like, there's nowhere through the levels themselves that you feel like the storyline is involved. It's a speed run. Mm-hmm. How fast can you start the level, end the level, kill everybody in it with as minimal deaths? That's it. That's that's the main competitive goal of this game. And so you end up losing interest in the storyline pretty fucking quick. Or at least I did, you know. Um, but it's a it's a quick game. Four hours, five hours, maybe. Yeah. Um, and less <laughs> if you're good at it. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, it might increase if um you don't have such good luck and you die a whole lot. Right. But and there's there's collectibles along the way you can change the way your sword looks this is all done in first person view Mm. which i think adds another challenge to that game any game for me where it requires a lot of athleticism and maneuverability and then you put me in first person it always adds another level of challenge because again situational awareness is hard because in a lot of first person games you can't swivel your head Unless if you're swiveling your whole body. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about a game where you're supposed to be going fast and moving fast and dodging fast, (laughs) when you go to look at something else fast, you die fast. Yeah. I was going to say one of the things I noticed when I first started playing is that, you know, platforming in a first person in a first person view is really hard because first person is good about where. uh, where everything else is in relation to you you want the depth perception you want to be able to see oh that's how far away that person is platforming it's specific it should be third person because platforming is about where am i as a player located and in first person i can't see my feet so i don't know how close i am to the edge of this platform that i need to be jumping off of and you know when we're talking pixels to make a make or break a jump, you need to be able to like know how close you are to that edge so you can make the best of your jump. And honestly, when I started playing this, it reminded me a lot of a game called Cluster Truck, where it is a first person platformer mm-hmm. and you are jumping on the top of semi like semis with tractor trailers. Yeah. And you're jumping on the top of these or running along the side of them. And you just have to just jump your way through and you just, you have a start position and an end position. Yeah. And you get power ups that allow you to slow down time or do a super jump ahead or something like that. 
And I know this has similar things. You get upgrades. It does. So like when you initially start, right, you only have a select few abilities. And that's because your your system, your basically operating system has been damaged and corrupted. And so by releasing the architect, he can help get you fixed and repaired in which you unlock more more systems and more abilities. But one of the things that you're beginning able to do is as you're running along and you jump in the air, you can look at an enemy and slow down time and either decide to dodge left or right or rush straight at him. (laughs) Which I discovered, worst fucking choice in the world. (laughs) Always rushing straight at him is terrible because if he fires that bullet, you're rushing straight into that bullet. Yeah. It is not one of these that just because you're using a special move that it negates the moves of the enemies. (laughs) No, no, no. This is this is definitely one where it it you fucking kill yourself. Yeah. And there were so many times where I was like, yep, yep, I just. I just I think that's considered suicide. I <laughs> I ran straight into that fucking bullet. Um and it it is kind of cool because as you progress you you unlock skills and levels and everything like that. And you can unlock all these added abilities and you can equip any ability at any time. But you can only equip a certain number of them with the number of slots that you have unlocked. And you can unlock more slots. Yeah. <clears throat> so full disclosure, I did not make it all the way through this game. There was obviously other stuff that we were playing. I have yet to come back to this one because there is still other stuff that I need to play first. So I am coming into this virtually like I've never played this game before. Yeah. I think you only played like the first two levels. Yeah. And then that was it. Like as I'm going through the scoreboard, I'm like, oh, he he disappeared. Yeah. He stopped playing. <laughs> Um, which I don't blame you. Like it, it's definitely it's for a unique type of person who likes that kind of speed run atmosphere with a little bit of challenge and doesn't mind replaying the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Right. Because that's that's basically what you're doing, and you're like, but yeah. So you you can replay any level as many times as you want. So like just for starters, I beat the first level. It took me <laughs> X amount of time. I can't even remember, but I remember dying 48 times. Yeah. And I was like, I can do better than that. Well, I did do better than that. I played through the level immediately afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I know the whole level. I know where all the bad guys are. I know what they're going to do. You think I'd do it even more successfully, right? Mm-hmm. No, I still died. 18 fucking times (laughs) because there is a level of challenge to it that is just really hard to Mm -hmm. overcome and i think in some aspects like if i were to take my character now that he's basically max level everything's unlocked and go back to that first level with him you keep all of that stuff so then you could definitely speed run through that shit because you can unlock some pretty cool shit where you're just like boom 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 like it almost feels like you know, not that you're actually getting to see it, but like you're blinking and okay. you're just like moving so fucking quick. And there's a lot of areas where you don't have to kill the guys. You just have to get to get, the end. get, get to the end. And so even in that first level, there's a couple of guys where I died a couple of times trying to kill them to get past them. Because if you just try and move past them without killing, they'll shoot you in the back. Yeah. And you're fucked because, again, you don't have a pivotal head. No. 
So it's it's that strategy thinking of like, okay, how can I get through this? How can I get by this? But as you unlock more, of course, like any game with a leveling system, the higher the level, the easier the game gets. It Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what difficulty you put it on. The higher your level, the easier the game gets. And that's what happened to this one. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but to go back to kind of like the storyline, there is a storyline. So you unlock the architect the architect goes okay your body needs repairs and this is how you unlock more slots as well right like you get fixed up okay so he tells you there's a group of rebels known as the climb and you need to go to them for repairs right and they're they're like rebelling against this quote unquote key master <laughs> right and so the once you do that, the architect basically tells you, you know your job, right? Like, you got to go kill the key master. Yeah. Because, like, I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> and it, it totally, like, as soon as these words were coming out, I was like, man, these people were a fan of Ghostbusters. Or the Matrix, right? The architect oh, yeah. and the key master the key are master. characters in the Matrix movies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even connect that, but you're right. Um, so as you go through the levels, you're, you're continuing to unlock and access systems in the quote unquote cyber void, Mm -hmm. which is where the architect lives, right? Because he's, you find out that technically he's an artificial intelligence, but he's the, the mind, like the digital copy of the mind of one of the scientists that made the ghost runner. And so <clears throat> working through him, you unlock certain abilities and everything like that. It's kind of like your training grounds, mm-hmm. right? You basically go through and you're working your way up this tower because at the top of the tower, of course, is where the key master is, yeah. right? And as you're working your way through this tower, you just kind of keep coming upon other people that help you out, other ways to do it, other little side missions. I say side missions, but they're actually main missions, but it's not. They help you in the end, right? The people that you're helping out. But mm-hmm. at the time, it's you're just helping this person out and it's not really a part of that. Oh, well, I need to work my way up this tower to kill the key master. So, so like the main story is defeating the key master. Correct. And the main plot devices to climb the tower to do this but along the climbing of the tower you meet people that help you unlock things and build up your character okay yeah and of course like this is where i was like oh ghost runner (laughs) why you get to the top of the tower which you find mara mara yeah and you kill her and then basically the architect's like, ha 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 ha, you, even though you've become like a free human being and, you know, you're you're sentient and you're no longer under the control of a giant system. I'm going to pull you back into the cyber void and try and take over you because I'm evil and I actually really want to control the city and I needed her out of the way to do so. <clears throat> like, that's it in a nutshell. Wow. Like, it is such a classic trope of, haha, I tricked you into doing my evil bidding because you then realize, well, hey, maybe, maybe Mara's coup was actually the correct thing to do. <laughs> like, whoopsie. And, like, that's it. It's a $30 game. That's it. it. It's got like 14 missions to it. You can blow through them super quick. There's not a whole lot to them. As I said, there's there's a couple of collectibles. 
you find like these random items that have like historical value, but it's like a can of beans from the 1990s, <laughs> you know, and it, it's it's stupid little shit like that. And then you find other weapon design. And I can tell you as I was going through some of the levels looking for the collectibles, mm-hmm. right? It gets really confusing because in that first level, there's a collectible. You don't know where it is. You don't know what it is. So you start kind of searching all of the little side places. Well, before you come upon the collectible in one of like off to the side of one of the main pathways is this dumpster fire. Mm. And in this dumpster fire is a black and yellow sword. It's just it's just in the barrel chilling there. So I'm thinking that's the collectible, right? I'm carrying a colored sword that must be the collectible so then i spend 20 minutes (laughs) trying to figure out how to get this black and yellow sword out of this dumpster i'm hitting the fucking dumpster i'm jumping trying to jump up into the fire like because you only have limited commands and you're i'm like how do i get the fucking command prompt yeah to get this thing come to find out no that's just a fucking decorative piece that's one of the old ghost runner swords you can't collect it Fuck that sword. Your sword is actually like just the the next little section over where you're jumping between these two walls. Like you run along wall and then you have to jump like at a 90 degree to run along another wall. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You then have to turn around and run back along that wall that you just ran on and jump on top of the other one. And it's back along this little path and it's like a blue glowing orb. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you just let me pick up the dumpster sword? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so there were it was kind of confusing in that aspect. Like, I don't know. It not a bad game. I just I probably never pick it up again. Yeah, I was gonna say, this didn't really like I know that it is a video game, but I feel like games like this and Cluster Truck are less games and more just a series of challenges with some stuff to it, right? But I, I wish it was a series of challenges. Mm. It was a series of challenge. Well, yeah. <laughs> because it was the same challenge every level. Do the enemies ever different or are they always just the sing- the guys with the single shot? No, there, there's a couple of different variations okay. of enemies. Um, but they're, it's basically they should have just kept the, the guy with the single shotgun. Like, yeah. like that's it because they're all the same level of difficulty. It's, they're not adding anything new and challenging to the challenge. The way they add these challenges is by adding more devices. Like, hey, in order to get past this, you have to hit this area and activate this orb, which then unlocks this force field that then allows you to go through this pass, that then allows you to access this device, which then turns this. And it is a puzzle in that way, but still, it's a speed run. It's a survival. It's a speed run survival game. <laughs> like, that's that's all you're trying to do on this. It's good for, like, if you have nothing other better to do, <laughs> you're in between major game releases, you like platformers, and you kind of want a little bit of a challenge, download this game, crank up the difficulty, and run through it in four hours. I was going to say, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I like Dark Souls, and I've played games that are designed to be hard, but... This one reminded me of Cuphead. I haven't played Cuphead. Have you ever? No, okay. So Cuphead is basically one of those as you're running through the platformer and you experience new things, you may end up dying. 
But then you restart the level and you run through it again and you know these things are going to happen because it's always perfectly timed. It's always the same thing type deal. Okay. So then it's just a matter of memorizing the level. And as you run through and you get further and further in the level, it may take you 10 times to get through the level. But once you get all the way through the level and you've memorized it, you know exactly everything that's going to happen and when it's going to happen and how to trigger those things to happen and everything like that. Yeah, I found myself doing that when I was playing. I was like, okay, I know that when I run along this wall, there's a guy down there. So I know that when I land, I have to juke to the right and then I have to cut back to the left so I can hit him with my sword. Because that's the other problem with with first person melee combat. Anyone who's played Skyrim Mm -hmm. will understand how difficult it can be sometimes in judging the distance of if I swing my sword, like, is the person actually close enough? Like, when I play Skyrim, I there's a reason I always run sword and shield, and I never do anything different. Like, yeah, granted. Because until you run into him with the shield, you don't swing your yeah, sword. Yeah, because it's just, I'm going to keep my so- my shield up, and when, when they hit my shield, I know they're close enough for that I can start to wail on them. And I will say this is a problem, like, getting into the control aspect of mm. it, right? As you're running, you're moving very fast, but everything else feels so sluggish. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, do you know how many times I would swing my sword and I would either be too soon or too late or I would be above them? Like, there were so many times where I would go to swing my sword and I would run past the guy and then swing at dead air. And then we turn around and guess what? He's He's got a... He's, he's already shot you. In he's the got back. a gun. I got a sword. He shoots me and I die and I yeah. got to start over again. Well, and it took me a while to find out if you swing at the right time or no, there is a block. If you block at the right time, you can deflect that bullet. Okay. But it's like that perfect dodge window on this is tiny. <laughs> you are better with the kind of slow down time mechanism and then do- juke to the right, mm-hmm. slow down time again, juke to the left. And then slice at them. It's but again, it it's hard to judge how far away or how close your sword is. One, because your movement speed mm-hmm. is so quick compared to everything else that one minute you feel like like there's a there's a six foot table in between me. One minute I could swing my sword here and kill you because I'm moving so fast by the time I finish the sword swing animation, I would have connected with <laughs> you. And you die. And there are other times where I could swing my sword and completely fucking miss you yeah or run right past you the like i just i felt like they were really clunky and kind of sluggish in certain aspects and very quick in others and it makes for a very confusing like physical memory play style Mm -hmm. right so where it is one of those you play through the level you come upon this enemy you find out okay in order for me to get past this enemy i have to juke right then juke left rush forward swing my sword and kill it okay on to the next enemy oh that enemy killed me puts me back to that first enemy do my same pattern over again then go to the next one and learn oh well this one i need to rush forward go left turn right swing my sword and kill him yeah so then you repeat those steps over and over again and you do that until you make it all the way through the level. Yeah, 40 times, or in your case, 48 times. Right? <laughs> like... Well, and that's because even then, again, your movement speed's so kind of clunky and fast in certain areas and slow in others that when I was running along the walls, I would jump to go make the other wall. But sometimes that jump button, I would jump immediately when I pressed it and launch off, and I was still too far away to make connection with the other wall. Yeah. Or I would jump far too late and 
the angle that I had turned my character at, because you have to hit that wall at the right angle to mm. run along it, which that kind of pissed me off a little bit. But the angle that I hit it wasn't conducive for me for it to trigger the I want you to run along this wall. Mm. It would just hit it and I'd be like, boom. <laughs> and fall down to my death and i'd be like oh my god i fucking what the fuck yeah like i have to admit the biggest downfall to this game and what probably added the biggest fucking challenge to it was the controls oh they, they were, were just terrible yeah they it made no sense button layouts made no sense to me and it was i was just trying to get my head around what do i like i mean I, and i even remapped the buttons hoping that oh I would, did you yeah because i was like i can't have i remember that like like jump was like right bumper or something at yeah. first and i yeah. was like i can't know like jump needs to be a for me that's where my muscle memory is is yeah yeah and that again that was part of it and granted you could custom map the controls i'm one of those people that i pick up the controller whatever the game default is i can kind of go hey this is this is what I need to do. Now, my wife has recently pointed out to me that may not be the best thing because I've been jumping between game and game and game and game and game, depending on how I feel recently. And because we have so many games that we need to kind of get through and play. Mm -hmm. If I were to take them all and kind of map them <laughs> to a similar controller style, when I would jump back to a game that I'd been playing before and I've made it halfway through and now I'm at a kind of a different difficulty... And I'm like, oh, fuck, now I got to remember what, what does what here, yeah. right? And for that first little, like, five, ten minutes, I'm trying to figure out the controls again. She'd be like, if you just mapped them the same, then you could just pick it up and jump right in, and you'd be just as good. And I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> 30 years of playing video games, and I, are you kidding me? Fuck, wow. I felt so dumb, bro. No, <laughs> like, I, hey, I trust me. I did the same thing. I got done playing Valhalla and I went to switch back to Watch Dogs Legion. Mm -hmm. And I literally just stood there and went, okay, what was run again? <laughs> right. Because running in those games are different buttons. And yeah. Sometimes you have to press it. Sometimes you have to click a thumbstick. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to hold it. Yep. Like... Watch Dogs Legion. You got to hold the right trigger. Well, holding right trigger in Valhalla is heavy swing. Yep. That's totally different. So no, I totally get it that. Yeah. The controls kind of. Um, it definitely set, fucks with you. Yeah, yeah. Set this game back a little bit. And unfortunately, I wish there was more. I know this is going to be kind of a shorter session because there's not much to this game. There's not really a whole lot to talk about. The visual graphics were all right. I was I was going to say the two things that I felt that this game did well in my time with it. One was it looked really nice. Yeah. You know, but then again, that's not be, that's because you're not standing still to really take anything in. No, you're moving super quick. Yeah. And it's designed for that. If you actually stop and look around. Oh, I bet it looks atrocious. Well, it doesn't look terrible, but you can definitely start seeing some of the cracks in the, in the Matrix. Yeah, okay. Uh, I see what you did there. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But you can like the dumpster fire. It it really kind of reminded me of like Wolfenstein 3D oh, or Duke awesome. Nukem. Just like a higher quality version of it. But you know how like the flame always just does the same thing. It's not like a free flowing fire. Or anything. Yeah. It... Which fire is really hard. It's kind of like water. It's hard mm. to program because it doesn't move the same always. You know? Yeah. And, but at the same time, I was just kind of like, to animate, to, to, you know, two little styles that it goes through. Wow. But then again, 
you're supposed to be running by it at 50 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. Well, so, and well, and that actually makes me think of another question. Why would they put in, Hey, you have to go search for collectibles in a game. That's theoretically by design. You're just meant to run right through literally. I don't know. Like, doesn't that seem weird? Like, to me, that seems like a weird choice. I, I No, I agree with you. I think it's a very weird choice. The only thing that I could think of to answer that is basically to um, collectibles are a norm. Yeah. Right. If you don't put a, a collectibles in a game, you don't put little Easter eggs in a game, right? Like, back when we were kids, it was cool to find a game that had Easter eggs in it because not all of them did. Yeah. So if you found the Easter egg or if a game had an Easter egg in it, that was that was pretty fucking cool. That was mm-hmm. big news. Now, granted, it wasn't like today where we have social media and everybody fucking knew about it. Yeah. Right. Like revert back to Pokemon Red and Blue. There was this hidden talk of this 151st Pokemon named Mew. Ooh. Nobody knew how to get him. He was supposedly in the game. There was a hundred fucking theories on how to get this Pokemon to capture him. And he was the Easter egg in the game. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of my friends was like in the real world time between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. You have to wa- go go to this region, hop on your whatever watercraft dyn- or Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Go to this island that has this truck, and then you just walk around the truck, and eventually he'll attack you. But you have to put so many hours in between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. before he jumps out and initiates it, and you don't know when it's going to happen. It's random per every game. Hmm. Right. (laughs) So as an adult, (laughs) let's talk about this. Ram cartridge. (laughs) <laughs> only holds so much information it is not very complex yeah does not have the capability to randomly input a time and location into a video game <laughs> in which it tracks the real world time of that video game and is able to do that i know this now yeah eight-year-old caleb <laughs> was like oh my god i'm gonna catch me <laughs> And my parents would walk in, I don't know how many times, and be like, it is 1.30 in the fucking morning. What are you? You have school tomorrow, right? Because it was an Easter egg, and I wanted it. Like, Easter eggs used to be really fucking challenging. Now, they're just kind of a diamond dozen, and if a game doesn't have them, it does kind of get chastised a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you could, you could, yeah, you could say that. Like, that that's the only thing I can think of as to why you would put something in like that. Especially since they're hidden. You have to stop. Like, this is not a, I'm going to go for a world fucking speed record through this level. It's a, I'm going to take an hour and a half going through every fucking nook and cranny. Mm-hmm. And die a hundred times trying to get some of these. Like, some of them were ridiculous where they were. And I was going to say, right? You said there's an upgrade system to this. Yeah. Kind of thing. Now, these collectibles, you said that it's like a... Cosmetic. Can, I was going to say... 100% cosmetic. You said it was like a can of baked beans. Yeah. But it doesn't actually improve anything in the game. No. Gameplay. So they're they're like ancient artifacts is one of the collectibles, mm. right? And then another one of the collectibles is different sword looks. Okay. So like if you pre-ordered the game, which I did, right? Mm. If you pre-ordered the game, you automatically unlocked a certain certain cosmetic sword style for your sword to be a different color 
And that's all the differences were. It was just different colors. Like, it wasn't a different style sword. It was just a different colored sword. Okay. Like, that so, like, I think the original one was um, black and white. I, blue? Yeah. Blue, maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. But, like, you could get one that was golden yellow. Okay. Um, There was one that was neon green. Mm-hmm. And there was one that was purple and all this a very cyberpunk feel to them, right? Where the blade kind of glowed a little bit and, and shit like that. But it was just a different color. It was 100% cosmetic. There was absolutely no point in collecting these things. And I wish, like, the ancient artifacts, the can of beans, <laughs> you know, I, I was, like, it provided more lore to the game. Mm-hmm. Because at least then it could make it a little bit more. But it didn't. It didn't. It was, like... Ancient civilization people used to eat these after heating them up on a campfire. That's it? That's it. Oh my god, okay. Like that's 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 disappointing. Right? <laughs> it was just kind of like, come on guys, you could have done better. <laughs> you could have you could have put in a little bit more work. And we do have this recently little trend of talking about like what would we have done differently? <laughs> and in in all honesty, I think I would have I would have cleaned up the controls. Yeah. And um, I think I would have added a little bit more of the puzzle aspect to it and less of the speed run aspect th- to it. Because okay. what I got excited about with this game was the feel of it. And it felt more like a platformer stealth assassination game, right? Because mm-hmm. like one of the first videos you see is you're running along this rooftop and you jump and you flip your sword and obscure this fucking guy that's sitting on a roof below you and then you like pull your blade out and you're like okay let's do this and i'm like all right you could not stealthily eliminate anybody in this game no no as soon as you killed the first person if there was anybody else in that room they knew exactly where you were and they started firing at you and i was like well that's shitty (laughs) because like that's not that's not what i was expecting Mm -hmm. that's not what i wanted either i I wanted more of that like speed stealth style right yeah how fast can you run through and eliminate all these guys without them noticing you? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I thought the game was supposed to be because even in their like little trailer, there's a scene where you're running along the side of this building, you jump down, and the guy turns and he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and he gets like all scared and like throws his hands up and everything like that, and you just like stab him straight through the neck. You don't do that. There's no animation for that anywhere <laughs> in the game. I was upset about this. I wanted to make some people shit themselves before they died and shit themselves. Yeah. Like, no. And, you know, I totally agree. I was I was hoping for something similar that was, yeah, less about this, you know, the individual level of how many times does it take you to get through it and how long does it take you to get through it? And more of here is a, you know, a curated like linear single player story game where you are playing this cyberpunk assassin you know and like you had other tools that you're like disposed like i said because i didn't really know anything about it going into it that's kind of what i was hoping for based on everything i had seen at that point yeah but which is that's kind of how they sell the game mm -hmm. in my mind i feel like almost a sense of like false advertisement here (laughs) because That's not what you get. No. And, you know, and don't get me wrong, right? I mean, these kinds of games that have a story, if you can call it that, and they're basically just a series of obstacle courses, 
it's really all that it is yeah you know there's a there's there's a genre for that people love these games that's great i'm not a fan of those kinds of games and i feel like this one doesn't do that series any favors because at least with something like cluster truck you know what you're getting into like when you first start playing and yeah. there isn't a story it's yeah. just that like this to me seems like they're kind of trying to have their cake and eat it too a little bit you a know little bit. here's my question for you yeah you spent 30 dollars on this game yes could you if you could would you get your 30 dollars back absolutely yeah yeah i would yeah. definitely wait until this was like less than 20 bucks and even if, i don't even know then man. well i was gonna say playing through the whole game even at 15 i'm like uh maybe not yet this is one of those games that if the psn network went hey this is the free game of the month i'd be like why are they giving me a shitty fucking game <laughs> you know what when you, <laughs> when you put it that way because there actually was one of the free games on xbox looks like the game we're talking about where you are like a ninja and you can control the shadows to kill enemy it's like it's like the best parts of Assassin's Creed where you are stealthing around to kill people, but you have like magic abilities to like help you. Bend shadows and shit. Yeah. Oh, like, that's cool. Like one of the, like in the gameplay trailer, you take the shadow, turn it into a giant snake. It coils up a guy and then it eats him and he disappears. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. This looks like a really interesting game and I'm very excited to play it. And yeah, like you're saying, if ghost runner was the free game of the month i'd probably watch it and go okay i'll give it a try at some point and yeah. i would download it and then i would probably never play add it. it to my library and then never yeah. touch it again i have so many games like that so many games that i do that with and this is one of them and that's that's kind of where i'm at like um god i normally we do how games were received Mm -hmm. and i i've looked for a little bit here i've got nothing <laughs> like i've got no scores on it the game wasn't big enough or interesting enough to spark any major um any major like recognition from these groups right mm -hmm. uh i i do have a little thing here where forbes forbes <laughs> called yeah. the game a mix of titanfall dishonored and super hot uh andy chalk from pc gamer called the game's game a mix between mirror's edge and dishonored and yeah okay that's that's basically hold it. on mirror's edge because of the running in the parkour mm -hmm. dishonored because of the stealth attacking i've played this but there's no stealth attacking in this game well okay so the so the attacking, the attacking? <laughs> no i do although super hot I played some some of Super Hot. That is really fun. Okay. Because I've it, never played any. So it's really cool. You are in like a virtual reality mm -hmm. room and you have to kill X number of enemies in the room. And time slows down to almost a crawl when you don't move. So you start and you see a guy coming in and he shoots at you. So you stop and you can see the bullet going really slow. You can look down and you can see that there's a glass bottle. So you move really quickly. The bullet goes whizzing past your head. You pick up the glass bottle. And then you stop. You see that a second guy has entered the room. You take a sidestep to the right. Throw the glass bottle. The first guy throws his gun. You grab it out of the air. And then you take another quick step. And then you can shoot the second guy who came in. And then you kind hmm. of do stuff like that. It's that kind of thing. But because it slows down time to allow you the time to make decisions. To process information. And process the situation. Yeah. 
it, you, it, it's easier to get through the levels. Whereas, well, it sounds like it would create some very interesting scenarios and playthroughs. And the best part about it is that once you complete the level, it does a full rewind of your entire run at full speed. So you can see, oh shit! You can see yourself dodging a bullet, throwing a bottle, grabbing a gun, shooting a second guy, jumping over the counter, grabbing a shotgun off this that that guy. Basically, makes it look like an action movie. It sequence. is fucking rad, and I highly suggest Super Hot because it's a lot of fun. So I yeah. get where they're coming with that, but again, but I don't, I, I don't see that in this one exactly because there is no like, yeah, you can slow down time for for a hot hot moment mm-hmm. and i mean hot moment in the sense of like uh 30 seconds and then it's up and you better have done something because if you didn't you're fucked yeah and like but like i don't see any of dishonored in it none I, yeah i don't get that one i uh titanfall again i think that's just for the wall running yeah, aspect say, yeah the parkour part so i think mirror's edge is mirror's edge is probably a closer comparison to it because of the parkour system but just with the ability to kill people yeah like that's that's it <laughs> I, there's no other game that that kind of compares to that aspect of it and if they would have just stuck with something like mirror's edge i might have liked it a lot better i would have liked it a lot better yeah because then it's a dodging and everything like that type scenario and not so much the hey you have to kill thing but it wouldn't have worked for their storyline <laughs> which again like eventually you just kind of like what what oh what? who the fuck is this person yeah when did, they said we meet again when did i meet him to begin oh <laughs> that's right three levels ago yeah yeah i helped him do something ah fuck i forgot who cares <laughs> like that's how it was yeah it, it eventually i just got to a point of like well this is a real easy game to get through because it's a speed run game and i just want to speed run through it <laughs> So like yeah, it like it came out on the Switch. Uh, I would say the Switch is probably the best pl- platform for it. In all honesty, yeah, because it's one of those while you're waiting for whatever appointment, you can turn on and speed run through a level. Yeah, you know, and stop at any time and just not care about. Yeah, really, you know what I'm talking about? Like, there's times where I take my Switch places and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to play this, but like they could come in at any minute. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I know I'm not going to really want to like pause it yeah. <laughs> and, you know, be like, oh, fuck. Okay, fine. You know, I'll deal with my appointment. Yeah. And this one, I'd be like, oh, hey, doc. <laughs> 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 yeah. What were you playing? Some dumbass game. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, and I agree. I feel like this is the kind of game that it's not a real game. This is not, I mean, it is a real game, but it's not a real game. Yeah. With a capital G. Yeah. It, there's nothing really captivating pulling you forward. It's a series of challenges that you can attempt at your own. I mean, it's the same thing, right? Cluster truck. I jump into that probably every six months and I'll play a level or two just because I'm kind of feeling something, you know, real quick and a little exciting. Super hot. I played the heck out of that. And honestly, the only reason I stopped is because you get to a point where um, the game even the game asks you to stop playing. It's there's like a point where so basically behind that one, you're like you're a nerd at home on his computer and you get a, an anonymous message from somebody that's like, hey, check out this super hot dot exe file that I'm sending you. It's a lot of fun. OK, so you like go in, you do the first couple of levels and every time you do a level, you jump back out and like you have more correspondence with this anonymous person. OK. And then at one point they're like, OK, you've played enough of this game 
please don't play anymore. Promise me that you're not going to play anymore. And like, you just go, okay. And then for me, I turned it off because I was like, oh, the game told me to stop playing. Just in reality, it was because I was like, well, I'm just done for the day. And then, nerd. I don't know, maybe about a week or so later, my girlfriend was like, are you playing super hot anymore? And I jokingly said, no, the game told asked me to stop playing. So I did. But again, it's bite-sized chunks of fun and just sounds like... So did you ever beat it? No. Oh, okay. I was just wondering, because it sounds like a more interesting game than this, in all honesty. Like, it is. I've seen some... St- I think I know what you're talking about, because mm-hmm. it's like the enemies are red. Correct. Yeah. And they're kind of like... Um, it reminds me of a Bond intro. Yes. Like, that's how they look. Like, it's some Bond music should be playing, you know? Skyfall. You know, and like, <laughs> they're, you're you're running through this stuff. Um, so I've seen some videos on it, and I thought it looked pretty cool. That actually sounds like a fucking better game than this, hands down. No, I will fully admit, if you kind of liked the idea of this type of game, yeah, then Super Hot would be the way to go. Like, I just don't feel like there was a ton of fun to be had in Ghost Runner. There wasn't. And while, you know, Super Hot doesn't have any sort of customizing or anything, it is literally just, yep, you are in a room with a bunch of red polygon looking enemies and it didn't need it though no it's because it's it's just it's that nice little bite-sized chunk of fun and because it gives you that ability like i said you have the option of like i need to just stand here and assess the situation even though i know there's a bullet coming towards me and your natural instinct is to move yeah you're like i can stand here i can figure out what's going on and i can move and i mean like there's there were moments where you know like i ended up getting out into an alleyway and I was almost done with the level. And then a guy comes from behind like a van and shoots me and I die. I know I'm like, great. Okay. So that's like, yeah, that's like my 12th death yeah. on this level because I'm learning as I go, but it gives you the ability to kind of manage that by incorporating, you know, time only really moves when you move and when you stand still, everything slows down really slow. So no, that's, that sounds pretty cool actually. Um, it it definitely in talking about this and hearing about that, I'm more excited to try and play that. All right, so uh, <laughs> stay tuned. Super hot review or <laughs> super hot discussion coming up soon. I'm guessing. Yeah, like because that sounds more along the lines of what I was what I was kind of hoping for. Like I wanted more puzzle aspects. I wanted more challenge aspects. This was it was a speed run game. I and I guess I should have um, known. It's called Ghost Runner. Yeah, I don't know how much more speed running you can get. <laughs> I would. I mean, I, def- I feel dumb. I definitely think that there's probably a market for like. I would not mind looking up watching speedrunners be like, "Oh yeah, I could beat the whole game in five minutes." You know, learning how to go. You know, what enemies can you skip? What levels are just get to the end, or how to deal with certain things like that. The funny part is, I just don't think this game became popular enough to where um, many people have actually really played it. No wonder. Like. It just, I I don't, like, I'm sure there's a market for it out there, Mm -hmm. right? But it is kind of one of those that this is really funny that it was um, developed by 505. And and this is kind of how it turned out, considering some of the games that they have uh, recently put out, you know? Yeah. I I just, I guess I expected more. Beautiful game. I will 100%, like, I would give this 100 out of 100 on the graphics if you're running through it (laughs) right yeah like it is a beautiful game when you're running through it otherwise it was just yeah it was all right 
like in closing play super hot and i've never played it <laughs> like <laughs> that sounds that sounds more fun uh save your 30 bucks um go get a pedicure i don't, I don't know like i, I there's definitely more things that I could have done with 30 bucks than waste on this. And let me tell you, my wife has definitely looked at me like, I told you, I told you, you shouldn't have fucked with this. <laughs> like, she did. She did. When I looked at it, I was like, look at this game. Doesn't this look interesting? She was like, no, that looks like something you're going to get bored with in two hours and never play again. <laughs> like, and she was, she was pretty close to being right, actually. <laughs> so any closing thoughts for yourself? Uh, nope, I probably will not dive back into this because, again, playing this really made me just feel like playing something else, uh, like Super Hot or Cluster Truck. Yeah, um, the, seems to be a trend recently. Yeah, the lack of story doesn't compel me to want to play. The gameplay itself wasn't that fun. The controls, I agree with you, are really difficult. So I definitely would call this one a skip unless i mean unless this is your game right i mean yeah unless this style game is what you play which how <laughs> just let me know how 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 is this type of game your style of game like i i, I just don't understand the appeal in it because it's even on the hardest difficulty it's not it's not necessarily difficult you just got to memorize everything to do mm-hmm and time everything perfectly and i guess there is a measurement of difficulty in that for some people and everything but after a while i just kind of I, I did get bored with it because it was like dodge attack dodge attack dodge attack block attack reflect attack <laughs> like and it was literally like and, and maybe that's just because I'm, I'm good at that tempo and that beat and everything like that of where i can get it down mm-hmm. after enough repetitive times and after you die fucking 48 times on the first level <laughs> you've got it down yeah like don't get me wrong there was a small sense of achievement when i completed that first level and i went i went oh good i completed the level because i remembered like you have to run along the wall and then jump and then dodge and attack and then there's a guy on your right so you gotta run and jump but that's that's not that's not for me but then i feel like it kind of laughed at your face by going it took you 40 deaths to do it yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and again right i wasn't really having any fun Again, I mean, I yeah. go back to at least yeah. super hot, which you I know you're going to die a lot because you need to learn what's going to happen. It gives you it, it gives you a, a little more rope in yeah. that it, it, you you can do you can interact with more in the environment. You can grab pool balls off the table, you know, That's kinda cool. you can, like I said, my favorite thing to do is to grab guns out of midair. You can and at the end of the day, you can always punch a person. So huh. like you always have. A weapon. A weapon that you can yeah. do. But well, in this technically you always have a weapon. You never lose your sword. Yeah. But it's just I don't know. It, it wasn't it wasn't my type of game. Not super fun. So yeah, it it would be a skip for me. So yeah, it it would be a skip for me. And I say that's that's it. This is a short one. I'm sorry guys. Not not a big game. Nothing nothing much a whole lot there, but you know, we, we do have some bigger things coming. So So I guess thanks for listening. Yep. We'll catch you guys next time. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast.
The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement. Game On is an exclusive podcast of the is required for the no part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from no time that's required.